Hey guys, we got a new episode of The Turnover. That's a really exciting episode this week. Uh, we're going to be talking some cryptocurrency, uh, starring our, uh, our buddy Law. He uh, is really knowledgeable about the topic. Unfortunately, uh, I wasn't able to be a, a guest, but uh, we got some Jcos and JDog on the mic. And uh, hopefully you should uh, enjoy the episode. All right. We got the uh, first night in the midnight routine with the uh, fuck that Law. shit. We starting off the midnight routine with Jay Costa. <laughs> we got J Dog up in here. Richard, Richard Law. Law from Satoshi's Wear. Yeah. <laughs> Check him out now. All right. Um. So how's this gonna go? We got uh, we got him. Richard Law. He's, he's, so he's he's deeply into cryptocurrency. So I actually had a question for him. Um. So what is it? And like, kind of what's the big hype about? Um, when most people think of uh, cryptocurrencies, most people think of, I'm gonna just start off with Bitcoin, that's like the most, that's the biggest one, that's the OG of all OGs. And before I, I explain this to people, I like them, what, what, let me ask you guys, what do you know about Bitcoin? Like, let's still start with you, Jada. What, what do you think Bitcoin is, or what do you know about Bitcoin? So, from like, from what I heard from you, Ashley, and from what I looked up, it was kind of like, um, actually, so, so, so the way you put it to me, when you explained it to me earlier, was, a. Uh, it's programmable money, but since it's just like a, a say currency, it's like digital. I, I, I would I would kind of relate it to like a like a like a debit card, but like I guess more evolved than that. I would say you can use it like it's more accepted. So I've looked up cryptocurrency a few times. Yeah, don't really understand too much of it. All I really got from it is it's a it's basically like a hand in hand trade just online, peer to peer. With just without the banks in the middle, that's my understanding of it. Cut out the that's what I got from it. Just like how farmers used to trade back in the day, it's kind of like that, just on the internet. Yeah, that's one form, but like, like say, yeah, that's pretty close. That's uh, the title of the we call it white paper, which is like what it is. Like a white paper describes what a cryptocurrency is or that specific. And the title for the Bitcoin white paper is Bitcoin peer to peer electronic cash. But it's honestly, it's more than cash. But here, this is the basics, right? I want to make a transaction with me and J-Dog. Say J-Dog is somewhere in the world. I don't know where in the world. Anywhere in the world. That transaction between me and J-Dog might have to happen through PayPal or might happen through some intermediary, right? Where we give up our fucking information. Where it's surveyed by governments or banks or whatever you want to... Crypto... Uh, Bitcoin. Let's just use Bitcoin because this is the biggest one. Removes that from the picture and it's just me and him and the people that allow that transaction to happen. Okay, so uh, I was kind of curious on this. So if we were doing our taxes, how would that affect them? Right now, it's considered property. Uh, or like, it depends on how you view it, but taxes right now in America is like pretty confusing with Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. The, the coding is so fucking, <laughs> it's confusing. I'm not going to say if I paid or did not pay taxes, because I paid taxes <laughs> on it last year. But a lot of people, <laughs> it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's so confusing as to if it's... Yeah, because I don't know where that would fall, right? Because the government tax... Because if you trade U.S. dollars, like, a lot of people trade dollars to euros. Yeah. And those are taxable events. So if you trade Bitcoin, like, you trade dollars and euros, like, we call it Forex. Wait, so all the money we pulled out in those other countries is taxable? Um, no, because you use it as a currency. You're not using it as an investment. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. You use it as a legit currency okay. when, you, when you're in those foreign countries. But, that's it. Basically, what it is is Bitcoin has a fixed supply. And every it's you... It's, um, you know its issuance, meaning every day, uh, every uh, 10 minutes, Bitcoin issues X amount of Bitcoins out until it reaches 21 million, which then it will never issue anymore. Oh. The problem we have with a lot of government currencies is we fall back on assets. No, not even. We just print. Our U.S. Oh. dollar is not backed by anything other than. I thought it was backed by the properties we own. No. 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 Most fiat. Uh, I thought look, it was technically government property. Fiat, no. Fiat, so fiat currency, we call it fiat. Uh, that means government issued money. Like the U.S. dollars, we just print it, and the the only thing it's backed by is our faith in the U.S. government. Oh, wow. Yeah, and in a lot of countries, say, now, in the U.S. government, a lot of people have faith in it, but even though you have faith, you still have some distrust in the U.S. government, yeah. naturally. 
But some countries, like let's say Zimbabwe, Venezuela, like the countries like that, you have zero faith. Like you have trillions. Like a person can have one trillion Zimbabwe, whatever the currency of Zimbabwe is, Zimbabwe dollars or. Venezuela Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. I don't know what it is. Zimbabwe. <laughs> Zimbabwe. But but <laughs> you can see you look it up on the internet. You'll have people with fucking wheelbarrows of fucking cash that equate equate to like one US dollar or even less. But doesn't that lower the value of our dollar the more money we print out? Yes. If you look at the uh a week there's this thing with quantitative easing. It happened after 08, which is when Bitcoin after the crash. Yeah. We we print money every day. By the billions. Wow. Yeah, the US dollar. We print it. So then in a, in ten years, your do- every every dollar you hold loses value, you know what I mean? So as a store because when you think about money you think about a, a couple things, but as a store of value, your cash US dollar is not a great store of value. Because of inflation, basically. Hmm. It's interesting. Any you guys have any questions? Cause like All right, so as far as like Sorry. trading, I'm right how now. does that does would so me and you were gonna like I don't want to say swap houses, but if I was gonna sell you my house and mm-hmm. then you're like I'll give up my house and some cash for it, how would that work through a Bitcoin transaction? Through a Bitcoin transaction, yeah. I guess just like how you would. I don't even know how how buy homes. I've heard people buy homes through Bitcoin. I really don't know how that works legally though. Yeah, because that's, that's like, because you have to go through a bank nine times out of ten, right? Cause... Yeah, it's for the public deed, but there's uh, what, one thing they're doing, because uh, these, uh, well, Bitcoin, these, all these transactions are recorded on what we call blockchain. Yeah. And these blockchains are to the public, open to the public, and then what people are trying to, uh, beginning to do is put property deeds, transactions, onto a public blockchain, so there's no ambiguity as who owns that deed, the deed to the house. Mm. But... Okay, so you probably heard this before. What if that was to like get hacked and altered? The thing is, um, if one party was to hack or alter, the beauty of a uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies is decentralized. Meaning, meaning, um, if there's um, you as a, we have to come to a consensus, and there's all these nodes, meaning these computers that check these transactions. So say, you pay for the house in like a hundred Bitcoin, pretend. Yeah. But I said you pay me a thousand Bitcoin, but all the other computers on the nodes on the network said no, he only paid ten Bitcoins, so they only sent me ten Bitcoins. There's no central point of attack like you know when you think about a bank or you think about a, a central server database. Bitcoin transactions are broadcasted to every single node on the network. Anything that runs the Bitcoin Core protocol or the network, it gets all these transactions are confirmed. Okay, yeah, what about like owning a basketball team or something like something with just. Like an insane amount of value, how that work through? Through what the Bitcoin? Yeah. yeah. Well, Bitcoin is just a form of to send value. Like if you own a basketball team, you own a basketball team. If you want to pay the basketball players in Bitcoin, I guess you could pay the basketball players in Bitcoin. But Bitcoin is just value. Value you're sending to and from. You're not. I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand the question. I think I don't understand Bitcoin. But yeah. <laughs> well, it's. Like the wiper says, peer to peer electronic cash that requires no middlemen other than the miners who keep the trans- the network secure. And they do that through computation and computers. And All right, so can you, can you take out a loan on Bitcoin? Uh, there might be services that provide loans. I don't know. I think uh, there's a, a couple companies that do it. I know one is called Salt Lending, or, so, but they use other cryptocurrencies to provide loans. I was about to say, so how did I guess? There's this thing called unique on Bitcoin called multi signature. So say, a transaction can't come through until all these signatures are confirmed by various people. But I don't know how lending would work in Bitcoin. I, I'm not too fucking worried. Because I was about to go into credit. Credit, yeah. Yeah. Credit is a whole other beast. It's like, because credit is just money made out of thin air. Yeah. Like, basically saying we have faith in you to pay us back. Yeah. So, credit is a whole other beast. I, I never even like thought about it in terms of Bitcoin. but Because it's like, what if you had a Bitcoin credit card? They have or, Bitcoin debit cards. I mean, debit's real easy because yeah. you have it. That's already yours. But yeah, I don't know any Bitcoin credit cards where they provide you Bitcoins out of thin air. That's kind of risky. Alright, where do you see the future going with Bitcoin? Alright, hold on. Let me rephrase that. 
Where do you see the government's future with Bitcoin going? Right now, the U.S. government is surprisingly real, um, real accepting of Bitcoin. They just uh, there's a lot of these things called um, there's a lot of small, a lot of in cryptocurrencies. There's about fifteen hundred cryptocurrencies right now. A majority of them are scams. So the government looks at the whole space. That's a scam. Like holy shit, there's a lot of scams. But there are a few good projects. Like Bitcoin's been around since two thousand nine or two thousand eight. Well, Bitcoin's gonna be like the. I don't want to say Walmart, but you know what I'm saying? Like, well, right now it's the OG. It's the first one. It was created after the financial cri- crisis in 2008. So naturally it's going to be the most developed one. Yeah, but right now its production is slowing down, though, because of no. um, this is just to change something big. It's the biggest market cap. To change something big, it requires a lot of... Like, it, like we they implemented this thing called SegWit, which is a whole other thing. It took like a year to fully implement just because of how many how big it is. And there's a lot of... In the community, there's going to be people fighting for it. Where that's the problem with the open source. It's decentralized. No one ruler, no one control. Even the person who created it is anonymous. Hmm. Or the person yeah, who Google created it is anonymous. Then they, then they that no, that was uh, that was just bad, bad fucking journalism. They just oh, okay. and it turned out that guy was not the guy. And most people don't even think it's one person. They think it might be a, a group of people, but no one really knows. Do I mean the idea sounds like a like a group idea? It's real free. It's for a lot of people, right? Like if you, if, uh, if you look into the history of it, I know in the 90s they got all these people who do cryptography and all that shit. And they're assuming it's like a group of, a small group of people from the 90s who are all, like these, these guys are, they call them cypherpunks. They're libertarians. They don't believe in government control over your, your money and whatnot. And to me, that, that's the beauty of, of like cryptocurrencies and like Bitcoin and whatnot. Because... It's it's transnational. I, I don't know how, how if we really understand that, but that's like a whole other level. It's transnational. It's like everybody's dollar would be the same as what you're trying to say. No, what I'm saying is there's no borders. So say right now, if you were to send money to Mexico, there's people in between taking a lot of money of, to to oh, convert definitely. that. Definitely. Every time you Western Union, depending on how much money you take, they take a certain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It could be like forty bucks, fifty bucks. Like if you're sending they up hundred. Like five or six dollars right there. Yeah, but uh, you can. S- there's been a, historically people sending like a hundred million from wallet to wallet, and that that wallet to wallet could be a person in fucking I don't know Antarctica yeah. and a person in the Bay Area, huh. and you could still pay cents for that transaction. It doesn't matter how big or large or small the transaction is. So when you're putting money in a Bitcoin, where's the value of the big like one Bitcoin compared to like? The dollar to the Bitcoin and like the yen to the Bitcoin. We have a, a there's markets exchanges, so pe- there's buyers and sellers, just, just like anything in the, in, a, in a, any market, right? Well, I'm saying if you're paying with yen and I'm paying with dollar, how much does it cost each of us to buy one Bitcoin? Or I don't deal with yen, I deal with US dollars, but uh, I mean obviously. But then uh, it'll be equivalent to whatever the dollar value was for Bitcoin. It depends on the country. Some country, their currency is so shit, where they actually charge you a premium because your currency is shit. So they, in some countries, <laughs> oh people God. pay. People, <laughs> no, no, think about it. No, I, I, I get it, but goddamn. Because like, imagine I own one Bitcoin and you have Indian rupees, right? I don't want your rupees. That's useless to me, right? So I would charge you a twenty percent premium or something for your Indian rupees or your whatever yeah. currency because the faith in those governments are fucking trash. So they would actually charge you more of a premium. For taking that currency over Bitcoin or whatever cryptocurrency you want to think about. So you still got to pay a certain amount to... What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not a phrase. It's like... Uh, I guess it would be to value the Bitcoin equal to every country, right? Yeah. Every, every, yeah. So every exchange you operate in, whatever f- currency you use, there's buyers and sellers that value it in that currency. Whether it's dollars, euros, British pounds, yeah. whatever it is, and what and one thing we fail to most people look at Bitcoin as like get rich quick thing. That's how I got into it because I was like, whoa, I cut my I knew a friend who made so much money doing it. I'm gonna get into it. Then the more you learn, I'm like, there's like, there's about two two and a half billion or two billion plus people that don't even have banks. Like, that's true. Yeah. Don't even have banks. And the beauty of Bitcoin is, you become your own bank. So because you don't need it. You don't need banks. Banks, they're, I guess, they're an unnecessary step, right? And you said every transaction is made to the public, right? Yes. On the public ledger. How does I that mean, make it safe, though? What do you mean safe? 
Like, is that... Like, if it's public, is it, is, how's it safe? I mean, it would make you safe in the sense, like... Yeah, how's, like your, how's it make your money safe? Sorry. How does it make your money... Well, uh, in the past decade, the Bitcoin network itself has never been hacked. Because if you think about security... I, I, I've read this book called The Internet of Money, and then it taught me some shit about security. And uh, if you think about it, right? If you... Right now, your most of your money is behind private, private uh, fucking networks. Behind yeah. private, whereas the Bitcoin bet. network is exposed to the public. Every all the coding, everything is exposed to the public. However, the network itself has yet to be hacked. Has ever been since two thousand nine. Well, I mean, like for what, right? Huh? There's one hundred thirty, one hundred fifty billion in the market cap right now, but it's no, yet I to mean, be. Hacked. Why would you want to hack it if you got the information right there, right? No, no, no I'm saying like hack it to steal your bitcoins. To this day, it's never been it's never been happened. Well, I mean, there's another that's another thing though, right? Because everyone, I mean, like accountability issue, right? Like YouTube made a transaction. Yeah. All three of us could check it. Yeah. And like we know it's happening. Yes. And, and being actually being public makes it even stronger the network if you think about it because imagine a kid. This is for the analogy from the book already. A kid who's indoors all the time, who every time he gets dirty, they put Purell in his hands and clean him, right? Whereas if a kid is out there in the dirt being a kid, his immune system is going to be stronger than a kid who's always cleaning himself, being hid behind walls. And network security is a similar way. Because you're exposed to hackers all the time. Your code has to be fucking perfect. It has to be on point. And if anything, being public makes it stronger, makes it more fucking robust. Because it's always being tested. Is it like a safe system? What do you mean safe system? Like uh, like an archive just kind of dedicated to all that or no? Uh, to the the Bitcoin network? Or? Yeah. Well, every tra- like so if I transact if I send you like point five Bitcoin right now, that's gonna add to the list of every single transaction that's ever been made. And every time we make a transaction, every single transaction that's ever been transacted has to be verified. Yeah, but these are like several. This is like a discussion. That, that's, like that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. If you guys want to keep on going, you can keep well, on going. Could you make Bitcoin private? All right. Yeah, oh, there are. Actually, you can. All right. Yeah, because I was about to say, like, what if. What if you don't want everybody to know your transaction? Yeah. You're, well, right now, you're, they might not know who that person is right now, but then your wallet is public, right? So, like, say if I made a transaction, it would, it would not say Richard made a transaction. It would say L three X X capital C capital Z zero zero three made a transaction. Well, but then at the end of the day, you can still track it if you tr- worked hard enough. But there are currencies that have privacy. There are currencies like Monero and um, uh, Zcash, or uh, there's other currencies that that focus on privacy where you can't track it at all. And that's important because if you think about it, right? Like some go- some governments. The, if you think politically, in America we don't have the issue. If I don't donate my money to an ex-politician, I'm not gonna get fucking in trouble for donating money to the politician. That's part of my rights. But in some countries, if I donate money to a group of people, they're gonna seize that money, and they're not gonna let it happen. Or they, they realize I'm a part of a political affiliation, yeah. they might just drag me out of my fucking house. Well, I was thinking more along the lines like, all right, so we're in the Navy. Yeah, shit yeah. happens in foreign countries. You see, like, merry dudes running off and shit like that. Oh. Right? Yeah, so, like, that's what I was thinking of. Like, all right, so this dude goes to a strip club. Yeah, How does are, he have the transaction? Are, you know what I'm saying? There are, uh, or you can have separate wall- several wallets. Hide some from the wife. <laughs> I mean, that shit's crazy. She can know, know them all. Like, shh. No, but there are currencies that are private. But, um, that's, the, to me, the, 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 the biggest key thing around cryptocurrency, the culture behind it is, Decentralization meaning there's no center, central point of attack. Uh, it's trustless meaning you don't have to trust anybody. Because I don't trust the Federal Reserve. They're making my dollar useless. Or not useless, worth less every day. Right? I don't have to trust anybody other than a protocol. I know how much Bitcoins they're going to issue out every 10 minutes. I know that you can't change these protocols without everybody coming to a consensus. Yeah. Right? That's the beauty of it. And... It, and in some countries, I, like depending on who you are, you can't even have a bank account because you look a certain way. Damn. Hmm. Harsh reality. Very true. Because right. you come from a, a certain class. So, for me, it's more political. At first, it was a get-rich-quick game. It really was. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I'm making this. Oh, my God. And then I sat back and realized, this is beyond getting rich. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanna, real quick, I wanna kinda get away from the Bitcoin cryptocurrency talk, not only cause don't know what the fuck you're talking about half the time. <laughs> it's money, it's crazy, there's a lot of bullshit to it. I like it, feel like I learned something. I wanna jump on this Satoshi where? Yeah, yeah, where, yeah. where was the inspiration, bro? So I was on leave and like I, I told you, I'm, I think, I've become obsessed, legit obsessed with uh, cryptocurrencies. Like, I think drink and fucking breathe it almost. And um, it started with this hat. <laughs> with this hat. So I was like... Just Lambo. Lambo, yeah. So one of the uh, memes, like I told you, is to get rich. A lot of people get got into it because they want to get rich quick. Yeah. But a lot of the memes is like these Bitcoin millionaires went and got, got these Lambos, right? And so it started with this hat. And uh, I just came up with uh, these... These are logos of cryptocurrencies, and I spelled out the, the I think the that phrase shit Lambo. could be trendy as fuck. I fucking love the idea. When I seen it, I was like, bro, that's badass right there. And for those that don't know, Satoshi's Wear is my web store with my brother. Uh, me and my brother Charles, we created it, and it's cryptocurrency clothing, gear, swag, apparel, and accessories. Hey, shit's pretty nice. My, my girl, I bought her a couple things. She don't even know what it is. She thought it was cool. I was like, that's... That's that's a good that makes me happy. right there. That makes me happy. You got don't some, gotta know what it is. Got some it good, just looks like, good. Like I bought two beanies. Got some good beanies. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> my level of knowledge for cryptocurrency is probably little to none. But it's, I, I, I tell you this though, it's more than ninety percent of the world. I mean, I, I, right now I'll tell you, it's in its infancy. I mean, well, we know it. We know it exists. That's for sure. People are very scared of the internet. You, you know, because if you think about it, the same thing happened to the internet when the internet first came out. It's these fucking weirdos that used it, right? And now everybody uses the internet. My mom, my mom's on Facebook posting images of. So we actually, uh, fuck, fucking softy J. So we were actually talking about this the other day. We're like, when did people actually learn how to use the internet? When it became easier. So like in the early two thousands, people actually knew how to use the internet, right? Yeah. And I brought it up with Mayberry and Color. I need to stop name dropping, but I brought it up with some other people the other day, right? And we're talking about it in this room. And I was like, okay, what was like one of the first websites majority of our generation learned how to use? Yahoo. For me, it was Yahoo. MySpace. Yeah, like I'm saying, like, off the wall. Because oh. remember, you used to sign in to the internet with, like, AOL, right? That, yeah, dial-up and all that fucking shit, right? So, we're talking about it, we're like, okay, from MySpace, we learned how to use websites like MySpace Generator, Photo Bucket. We didn't know what we were doing. Oh, because you wanted to make your MySpace page Better. dope. Yeah. So you had to go out your way to learn all these and then, things. Then we started using shit like, uh, what was it, LimeWire and Kazaa. Uh, like Napster. Napster. Me, my first one was <laughs> Napster. Yeah, so, you know, these were like, there was a handful of websites we knew how to use. So let's say, let's say we started off in 2000, even though people like, started using the internet a little after 2000, right? Or the majority. Yeah. The, the, what is it? The public majority learned how to use it a little after the year 2000. 2018, look at where the internet's now. So people only knew how to use the internet for maybe the past 15 years. Yeah. The mass majority, and look at how much it's incorporated in our life today. Because what? Now kids know how to use the internet. Exactly. Bro, they, they pull up YouTube on their iPad and they're glued to it. There's like four-year-olds who knew how to type in SpongeBob and like, this is what I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. like buy stuff. You know? And like, like when you were saying, like 2008, that's when Bitcoin first come up, came up and like we heard about it just shortly after. It wasn't like Bitcoin took forever to get around. No. It's been around. I definitely heard it before. I did too, but I didn't really understand it until last year. That's what I'm saying. So exactly. I think the fear of the internet is what's going to take it a while, but I think 10 years from now, I mean... You can literally do everything from like a what's that thing called like a Siri? Yeah, a like Alexa, box. Siri. Yeah. Like I don't Google know. One. I think you're really grasping the picture because, like in the book I read, like at the, the Internet of Money. Yeah. People look at Bitcoin and they think it's just money. That's the first application of Bitcoin, money. But imagine public blockchains where you can't alter votes for politicians. Mm. Right. Like everyone sees. It's untraceable there. too. Yeah. Or or you can uh, tie it to a specific identity based off of uh, cryptography, right? Huh. All right, what about making... Okay, so... So we money tie, is the first application. If we were to tie the votes, how would we... So you, say you sure. have a token is issued to you. Because uh, if you think about... Uh, in terms of blockchain, that's what how... A, blo- a block is uh, transactions reported and you connect them every block and that's called blockchain. But you would get issued a token because... Uh, you get issued a token that's tied to your identity and it's encrypted through cryptography, so it's secure. 
and your vote with your token would be your vote. Public, Im immutable, meaning I can't just say, you just donate, you just cast that vote, but I want to stay in power. Let me rechange that real quick. I can't do that. Yeah, like how we do the paper ballots, right? <laughs> yeah. Or, and, and, and that's, and we're one of the least corrupt countries in, in comparison to the whole world, the entire globally. Imagine other countries where they suppress that shit all the time. Yeah, definitely. So this this is putting a lot of fear in a, like a lot of uh, countries or, or people who hold power, where they use banks, which is like a form of control. Because if you control money, you control the people. Oh, very true. Or religion. Never thought of that. That's a different discussion religion, that we ain't gonna touch. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole... <laughs> all right. Well. We can move on from this, unless you guys want to just keep up. Yeah, let's go ahead and let's start with the first question. I think we sit on this a pretty good amount of time. Yeah, like 20 minutes to think about there. Alright, first question. So, this one is kind of funny. Um, does getting hit at a young age make you violent? Like, in your later years? That's funny. Later What's wrong with you? No, it's like, <laughs> right, 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 whatever. It's kind of funny. No, it's, I found it funny because it's, like, it's just like really subjective. Like it's, Well, I mean, it's, we been, it's been an issue, but it's like, is it, is it really? Like, is it... Is it really? I don't know. Does it know, make like, you violent? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't think it makes you violent. I, I think you make you violent. I, I really. feel like, hold on, yeah, I was about to go yeah, off of that. So you I feel make like you the better violent. question would be, are you, uh, are we naturally violent or is it installed to us from a young age? Well, Whoa. I think violence is, like, it depends on how you view you, uh, a person's natural instincts, right? That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, are we, because we say that we're, like, self-destructive and most of us think violence, right, because we're... We almost yeah. go to war all the time. There's always that great thing, like, with the Egyptians have, like, 300 years of peace, right? Yeah. So, yeah, does does being, or does getting hit as a child, like, help us develop violence later on in life? Well, like, you use violence. I think it does, it has to contribute somehow. At least, if you get hit, whenever I get hit, you know what I think? I want to hit that person back. Well, the only reason I didn't do it as a kid is because I'm fucking scared of the person hitting me, whether that be my dad or my mom. I feel like getting hit as a child can develop uh, the concept of consequences. That, that too. That, that that's too. what I. That's how it was like, for me. But, that's how it was for me. But then it depends on how extreme they go to it too. That, that's what I was about to say because uh, okay. I'm not dropping no names, but when I was younger, I used to see someone who was like around the same age as me. It was a female, and she would beat, and I'd be like, you. There's one thing to, you know, smack a child on his hand, yeah. smack on the butt, whatever. Then there's another thing to be like pulling her hair, dragging her across the floor, slapping the shit out of her. And it's like, that's, that's kind of like psych <laughs> psychologically <laughs> scarring. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, man. Uh, sticks and stones can break your bones, but what, what you call it? Words may leave uh, deep mental wounds that will never heal. I was like, whoa, all right. <laughs> No, nah, you, man. Like, I was just like, I was like, man, that that actually that got me thinking. But it can also like, be humbling too. It can. However, I do think if you, you take it into like in, in middle school, you're still getting beat. You definitely will be violent. Well, so I, me and Canals talk. Me and Salsa talked about this yesterday, right? And um, <laughs> he asked me, he's like, "What's a good age you think a child stop getting hit?" I was like, seven tops eight." Because you already developed the concept of a consequence. Exactly. You, like, you do, you do like, something bad, like, you're going to, oh, man, this you're is You're like second, good. third grade now. You develop that concept of if I mess up, I'm going to turn my card. I'm going to go to the office. At home, I'm going to get my ass whooped. I'm going to not go outside and play. Like, that That should have been already established. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, who's to really make that call? On, on like, a, on a world scale border, you know? Like, what age should you stop beating your kid? Or I don't want to say beating, but it's just physically just, disciplining your kid. I think that's a good age, seven or eight, because if, you, like I said, if you still get beat at twelve, thirteen, well, at that point you're, you're making back. Mis you're making mistakes. That's I mean, you're, if you're not fighting back. That's like well, then you're gonna be in submission. Yeah, regardless, that's mentally like scarring. Because if you're fighting back, there's a lot of rage to, yeah. to swing at your parent. Yeah, because it definitely. What? I guess at that point, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, I guess it wouldn't make sense to them, like, oh, why am I getting hit for this? Like, they don't understand, but, like, I don't know, I guess I understood why I would get hit. That's the thing, like, if you don't understand why you're getting hit, then right, you're just age, gonna keep getting hit. What age did you stop getting, like, the belt or, you know, whatever it was? I had a choice, um, but it was, like, it was, um, 
It's about six, seven around there. Okay. Well, first, like six, first, second six. grade. I, I want to say I stopped hit. I stopped getting hit around like uh, maybe four or five. I'll stop. No, yeah. no, I'm lying. I like seven. Six, yeah, about yeah, six, seven. Yeah. That's the fine age. And then after that, the way it punished you is a little different. My mom stopped hitting me with the belt when I snatched the belt from her. I think she realized I was too old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know because um, what do you call it? The reason why you use physical violence at first is because sometimes you don't understand words. Like, well, because as a child you're nonverbal. Yeah, you're not verbal. So a uh, hit in the hand, like, don't do that. You're like, you start crying. Okay, yeah. I should. If I do that, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna start crying. It's like that whole thing to teach teach you how you stop sticking your hand in the fire. All right, put your hand in the fire. Oh shit, that shit's hot. All right, don't stick your hand in the fire. Exactly. <laughs> you know you learn now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I heard that. I heard that story. So I was like, oh okay. Makes, no, but that, that puts it in perspective. That's how I got taught not to put my hand in the stove. I would always do that. Mm-hmm. Now my mom's like, stop putting the hand on the stove. I was like, okay, stop, stop. And then she goes, do you know what? Put your hand on the stove. Leave it there. And she goes, and I put it on. And I burned myself and started crying. She's like, oh, so now you want to listen to me, huh? <laughs> for, for me, it was a penny in the light socket. Oh, geez, you get shocked? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty bad. It was pretty that bad. Was oh. Yeah, I got oh, shocked. I had a... Oh, shit. It was quite electrifying. <laughs> but no, no, and then I, I learned that I was like, oh, oh, ow, ow. Yeah. Not, not exactly like that, but I was like, I learned not to, not to do that, and also not to mess around. Like you know, like when I'm not supposed to, like my, you know, my dad, like, I had to behave. Like I was a young kid, but just walking around with only one parent at a time, it was kind of like, with me amongst my brother, and my sister, it was kind of like hard to keep track of all of us, and made it easier also too to just behave. And the kid on my dad, on my dad, it's kind of like he didn't have to worry about me. But also, I don't know. It just it just depends. Mm. Still get hit here and there. I remember. Like, I think it was at six. Not now. My mom's not a very strong woman, so at six, I remember I started getting hit, and I just started fake crying. <laughs> I, I'm like, you know what? They just. I'm they sick just, of this. I just fake cry, oh. like it hurts, and then it'll be over. <laughs> right, what's the next question? Yeah, next question. All right, yeah, but hold on. Do you think it installs violence? Do I think it's still violence? I think excessive. In in moderation, it might be all right. Well, I think it was because I'm not a violent person. I don't walk around wanting to fight people. Definitely don't want to kill nobody. It's not a thought of my head. If you want to talk about violence, uh, I I don't think it's parenting because you look at them as authority. So they have this authority. Them asserting authority over you is okay. But if you, I think it's more at the host, at the peer level. If you, you know what I mean? At the peer level is where you more establish that violence. Yeah, maybe. Well, okay. So, what about getting beat up by like your older brother or sister? Well, you me and my oh shit, all I don't think time. about it. Oh, well, not because me, time. my brother, my cousins. <laughs> Rest, yeah, I remember wrestling, I thought about it. You know what I'm saying? I went home one time and my cousin told me I was a bully and it, and I was like, I sat back and realized I was like, damn, we used to fight like crazy playing basketball, like fist fights, like fists to the face hard, as hard as I possibly could yeah. at age nine, and I was like, and I was beating up my cousin. And, <laughs> and I look back and I'm like. Damn. That was messed up. <laughs> I was so... Hold up, but the, that didn't make you a violent person. It didn't. It makes you, it makes it you learn, like, because if taken one way, it can make you learn not to be violent. I feel like we would have to be psychologists to answer this question. Yeah. Uh, kind of like that, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, like, human, human well, behavior. Well, because, like, yeah, definitely, we used to roughhouse all the time as kids, and, like, violent, even coming from peers, that didn't make us a violent person. Yeah, it's kind of like playing. Like, um, it's like playing. If you continue that, though... If you, but at one point, we, I, I veered off to other things and I stopped becoming, you know, I stopped. But if I <laughs> stop becoming violent, you know, maybe, <laughs> stop being know, violent. Female make you non-violent. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit all the time. No, oh, yeah, most nope. of them at least. Oh. Yeah. Uh. oh, what's up? All right, we got a different. No, 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 no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> All right, I think uh, we can jump on the next one. All right, the next one. Yeah. Next one right now. All right, cool. So, do you have a role model? Who is it and why? And also, would you be comfy with a female role model? So, I'm completely biased on this because I do have a female role model, and that's for the... Who is it? Um, is it not, no mom? Like, you can't say mom. No, definitely not. She's actually an actor, right? What's her name? And um, Ashley Campuzano or something, right? And she, she's a... So, she's a very low-level actor. Started off, like... She's not big at all, right? So that's one of the things I loved about her. And first I just tacked her in. And I was like, oh, maybe she got some pics. She's pretty cute, right? Whatever. And I started looking into it. And so she's from, where's she from? She's like from Pico or Downey or something, right? So 
local girl, went to Cal State LA, got a little degree, went into acting, she's uh she's to do beauty pageants, model, right? Opened a opened a charity foundation and she goes to she goes to Mexico and brings them like stuff all the time, all the little homeless kid at homeless shelters out there. And she goes and donates and I was like, damn, you haven't even made it big and you're already doing your part by giving back. Like you got a taste and you're, you are this is where you're already at. This is where your head's at. So you like, just root for her to make it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just cause. Well, that's inspiring. It's yeah, like, yeah. that's dope. Cause she's like the perfect example. Like you don't gotta be fucking Jay-Z to give back. You could, you could be you and still do your part. But the, you know, the thing is, the only reason why you say you don't gotta be Jay Z to get back is because the only when uh, on TV they don't want to show Joe Smo fucking giving back. They don't care about that. When Jay Z or somebody big gives back, oh, let's put it on TV. Well, my thing was because yeah, there is people, the average working man who does give back, who doesn't get no credit. Cause so I want to go feed the homeless once, right? Yeah. And we went, we did it on Thanksgiving. I thought it was dope. And seeing we did it on Skid Row. I don't know if you ever been through Skid Row. It's fucked up. It's oh. a couple blocks of just homeless people. Dirty, smell like piss, all that stuff. But the reaction of people's faces when you give them a warm meal and little stuff like, I mean, it's ghetto. So people were fighting over little things like teddy bears. But just to see how something that meant nothing to me meant that much to people, I was like, man, this is a pretty good feeling to see that you're bringing joy to these people's lives and they got, they got nothing. And like just that little bit's like giving them that. You know what's right? funny? Since we brought up like famous people and charity, the only reason I heard of Skid Row was because Kobe did the little thing where he was like bringing shining light on this issue of homelessness in, in LA. Bro, it's bad. Yeah, I, I like see, I, I would have never heard about it unless it was for so, Kobe. So I, I know people about used to complain about homelessness in Hawaii, and I was like, bro, that's nothing. Yeah, you should see San Francisco. Even it's Seattle's just, pretty bad. They got Hawaii's just I'm, small. I'm pretty sure that's still nothing. It's nothing. I know. LA, LA, the greater LA area is what, 50 million people? I don't know, not 50, but a shit ton of people? It's, it's a lot, but it's blocks, bro. Like, we got lost there one time, and the cops drove up on us, and, you know, we were all uh, intoxicated, not on alcohol, but, you know, we <laughs> were all right there. We looked at the cops like, ah, oh, shit, we're getting pulled over right now, and they pointed us to get out. They're like, because we were there too late. They knew we had no business being there. We looked lost. <laughs> they seen some, some young adults in the car, and they're just like, they were both. They both had bulletproof, uh, like the heavy body armor on. Mm. You know, how most cops don't really show it, but that shit was yeah, thick. I was that like, thick. Yeah. like, yeah, we should probably go that way, bro. Where are we supposed to go? We going? <laughs> yeah, we going. But yeah, um, no. it, it's it's pretty crazy. It's right next to the Staples Center. It's literally like down the street, bro. It's like five five minute drive from Staples Center. You'll hit Skid Row. It's pretty pretty sad to see how close. Like you'll see like rich next to the poor. It's kind of, yeah. But I really give a big up to her because. What's her name again? Just so we. Ashley Campuzano. Ashley Campuzano. I don't even think I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. But, uh. Like I said, didn't even make it big yet. She got a little taste, and that's what she did with the taste. That's dope. I, I thought that was dope. Because I don't, I don't have a, a lot of role models. I never really looked up to anybody. And to see someone, especially my age, doing that, I was like, damn. You worked hard, and you were like, I'm going to give back to my people already. And keep working hard. Like, that's what's up. What about you, J-Dog? So, my guys, uh, I got a guy, you know, as a role model. Like, I kind of... My, my, he's, he's fictional. I don't have a lady yet, but, like, you know, if I if I did, I, I actually... I just... I, I would be comfortable with it. I'll put that out there. I'll be comfortable with it, but I just don't know who it would be. I kind of haven't really gotten too much... Really thought into that. But my my role model, I would... He's fictional. He's a... He's Superman, right? So... Who? Superman? Superman. Oh, okay. So, so I mean, like... To me, it was kind of like, you, you, you look at him, right? Oh, he's a basic superhero. He's like, you know, he just flies around super fast. He's always going to win, you know? But there's also times, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a deep enough comic, nerd, comic book nerd to know that even if you watch the movie Batman vs. Superman, Superman dies even. And the thing is, like, um, he, he's not, in, he's not indestructible. Like, he's, he's actually still, he's actually still mortal, believe it or not. But he's just... A very very strong individual, but he's he, he what he stands for is just like for what is right, like what he thinks, but what and what he thinks is right. Self-righteous like dude, so kind of like a self-righteous dude a little bit, but it's like it's not like he's not bought by anybody. He's not like he doesn't let anybody influence him. Like oh, like like this this is what's right. This is what you should. This is what you should do. Like no, this is like 
if it if he thinks it's wrong, he's gonna he he, he thinks it's wrong. Coincidentally, he just has to just save people. But it's just that type of thinking, like you know, he's such a really great like he's such a powerful dude. He could actually be one of the most powerful villains in the DC comic book series. But he chooses to be the good guy and one of the strongest ones at that. So that's just kind of like my guy, like my my role model, like just stand for what you believe in, but and make those things and make for what you and make what you stand for a good thing, kind of like positive, and st- stay true to it. Like just no matter what, no matter what, how many people, how many people come come at you, like just say like the kind of like how the villains come at Superman, like just one by one, stand true to it. Cause like that's you. You 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 have your reasoning. Don't let anybody else but uh, influence that. That's that's a good one. Cause then uh, like when you say you have your, I make that one of my favorite quotes is from uh, Napoleon Hill. He goes, uh, "Quickly make a decision, but seldomly change it." Meaning don't let opinions persuade how you feel about certain things. Like, cause if you ever do, you stand for that. Like you you don't really have any strong. Sentiment or no, oh, you're landing stupid. No, you know you're gonna get people that don't think that don't think your company's like oh that's not that doesn't look cool. Like, I what's it matter to me then? <laughs> pretty hard headed, bro. I don't yeah. like. I'll listen to you, but like uh, yeah, I'll listen. Like, like if I don't care, I'm listen, always open minded. <laughs> but uh, m- my view is like at least mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you, you provide enough fucking evidence for me to change it, I might just. So who you got? So I have hell of a models, but I'll say the person that inspires uh, me most is it might be controversial, I don't know, but Kanye was. Kanye? I, I love Kanye. Yeah. I've been listening to Kanye since Through the Wire. So that's like I was a freshman in high school at the time. Yeah. And at the time I was yeah. learning to make music. I was just learning how to make beats and I was just writing the shittiest raps ever. But uh <laughs> but Kanye, oh, he well. fucking uh <laughs> like ever since I heard that that made you remember how you told about like that MySpace page made people want to make their MySpace page dope. Yeah. That made me learn how to sample. <laughs> Hearing Kanye made me learn how to sample. I was like, I bought a fucking record player. I got oh, vinyl wow. from the Salvation Army. I hit the Man. Fifty Cent bin. Yeah. And then I, I was like, dang, how do I record this? Oh, I gotta find a mixer to record this. And then this mixer gotta go into my computer somehow. So I did all these things to learn just because I was so inspired by his shit. And then that's a hobby of mine that I've held since 2003, 2004 now, yeah. and I still go to the day and. One thing I like about Kanye, he evolves. His, his music's always evolving, and he's he holds he has no filters, which kind of hurts him in terms of the public and the media and how they portray him. But he has no filters, and uh, to me, his music has always been super positive. It's always about self empowerment. His only flaw, at least in the media, is that is just he loves himself too much. So he, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is only real flaw. Like there's a lot harsher flaws to have, but he loves himself a lot and he's vocal about it. But I mean, to me, it's Ogden Kanye. Just he pushes, he pushed the genre to a whole nother level. For definitely me. love some Kanye, not even gonna lie. But you guys forgot the last part of the question. The female. Oh, I'm you definitely. Oh, he said he's comfortable. He didn't have one. I was oh. comfortable with one. I just don't have one. I haven't really gotten given too much thought into it. That's kind of why. Me, I'm definitely comfortable with a, a female. Um, my some of my favorite musicians have I don't know too great of their history, but their music. Speaks to me like Nina Simone. I always love Nina Simone. I love Lauren Hill. Miss Education is one of my favorites. And in the media, she's like, has a really negative light these days. Really? For some of the comments, I guess. I didn't even know about some of these comments. But yeah, so I've always had uh, strong, uh, like, I always believed in the females doing their thing. Yeah. And I have no, I would not hesitate to say that this, if it were the case, this woman inspired me more than anybody or, or something like that. And in my life, growing up, it was the woman that held it down in the house. So I always respected the women more than the men. Because yeah. the, the, the uncles and my dad and all these people, they're not very, like, fucking, you know, the greatest of people. Oh. All right, so we're a little bit over the time. Next question. Next, Next question. question. Ooh, why do we think we do negative things when, you're, when we are upset? We're going to no, do, no, no, do that one question. No, no, that wasn't the question. Are we going to do that one? It was, uh... No. Oh yeah, we changed it. We changed it. We changed it. Why is it easier to do negative thing? No, give give negative comments. Yeah, insults versus comments. Why are insults easier to say than comments? That's what it was. I'm sorry. I think because (laughs) I was like, that's an easy question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My bad. (laughs) You know, I really think this. Say I give you a positive comment, right? 
So in my mind, I just bigged you up. If I give you a negative comment, like just shit on you for whatever reason, you know what what the fuck the feedback loop is? Yeah. At least uh, this is my per- uh, rational thinking. The feedback loop back into your brain is I'm superior to this guy. So it's easier to feel superior to someone than just to give a, a comment, a, a, a bigging someone up. Like, cause if you go and shit on somebody, like, yo, why'd you do that that way? That's trash. Blah 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 blah. Or like, yo. You look ugly, or blah, blah, you feel superior to them. So in your head, you're getting the superior. I never felt that way because I'm a big shit talker. I'm pretty no, sure you, both of you. You know shit talk like you. Yeah, I, I understand that, but like sometimes when you you call someone stupid for whatever reason, it's be, the only reason why you call them stupid is because you felt you saw that perspective in a more intelligent way, and there is some superiority. At least you're imposing some. Level of superiority over that person, or that's like a like a subconscious thing. Huh? It might just be subconscious. I don't know because I, usually when I'm shit talking, it's joking. Joking or is, is joking. I personally don't like you. Okay, but it's pretty obvious to see that because if I don't like you, I won't even you talk too talk much to shit to you. I'll just kind of avoid you. Like I don't want to deal with this dude. So one of my new ways of of dealing with that scenario is, I don't even like shitting on people. I like you say, I just don't shed light on the, them. I. I'd rather just big up the dope shit I see and the negative, like the shit that I don't like or it's like I think it's whack or whatever. I just push it to the side. I don't even focus. I just focus on the dope shit. Oh no, I work when I do shit on people. I'm usually right there to lend a hand right after too. Oh, okay. So, you know, bomb star or excuse me, co-worker <laughs> <laughs> had him flipping out one day. And I was like, you honestly, know, that's right. You I just like, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I just do it to, like just to get a kick. Like I'm not. He took it the wrong. Or Mom he was fed up that day. He Mom blew up. There is some like, you don't do that to everybody though. You don't treat that like every other coworker just like that person. All right, so you know specific so, so, coworker who I associate. So, so what I'm saying like, is don't associate with that. There at all. is a level of superiority when you when you like because if you didn't, at least I think so. I don't I don't know if there's like some. What I'm kind of thinking is like. I think it's selective, actually. Like, who we insult, who we compliment, that type of thing. Because, I mean, like, I, I, I know, if, like, I know you'll joke around. Like, people joke around. Like, even, like, I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to get it. Is that, like, you'll joke around with your girlfriend, right? Or, like, your, your SL, oh. your significant other. Oh, yeah, she's the number one, I think. But you're not going to, like, yeah, oh, you, you insult? Like, I, I guess, like, you, you joke around, but you're not going like, to, like, seriously, like, insult. Okay, so. I, so, with my girlfriend, I always got to put her down and bring her up. I think it's like the beating really? stuff. I think it's like the beating question. There's levels to it. If you're just joking around with your girl as a like as a for fun thing, as like, like as a oh, pastime, why, why is it easier? I feel like it's easier to say something negative, negative. Just In a because we are we're always looking for something wrong. We at, as humans, I feel like we never want to be happy. We look for all. We look for more problems than we do solutions. Max. We can see all the problems mm, in it, yeah. but we can never see a way to fix yep, it. Yep. And I think that's why. So when you do meet that person who just sees nothing but positive things, it's like, man, you're weird. But it's like you, it's you're, you're a... on the right track. Yeah, it's kind of that, that, that. Like, say something happened, right? Like something happened. The first comment, okay, I'm, uh, but most of the first comments are gonna be like, "This is why you messed up." Okay, cool. That doesn't even matter at this point. How, How we can we get it right? How yeah. we gonna get it right? How can this never happen again? And that always takes time. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a. So I get a read. I read something on psychiatrist this. for this one too, or psychologist. Well, no. Yeah, no, there's books yes and, and stuff no. like this. There's books and stuff like this. Uh, one of my favorite books is uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and it's talking about from a leadership perspective in business. And one of his things is never criticize. And uh, he's yeah. just giving examples of like well, con- constructive criticism. Well, yeah, because I work well off of that. So, I mean, to a certain extent, right? Hey, you're messing up. So oh, I know, like, right. you know, anytime we play some basketball, right? The moment I hear a nice shot, I will play like trash after. If you keep telling me. That's I psychological. S- you know, if you keep that- telling me. I suck throughout the whole game. I will ignore you and play normal. The moment I hear a compliment, I will. Fu- and this is anything. If you tell me good job at work, there's a chance I'll mess something up after that. When the book, the story he gave was this. So this dude's a pilot, and the person who did routine maintenance on his, on his his airplane, 
messed up really bad. Anyways, oil was leaking or whatever was leaking, and they had to do an emergency landing with his aircraft. Yeah. He could have died. He could have easily died if he didn't emergency land like a, a skillful pilot. When that pilot left, he had all the right to go shit on that guy, right? To go criticize as why he's a shit mechanic. He went to that guy. He goes, tomorrow, I'm doing the same uh, practice or the same flight or whatever it was. You're going to be my mechanic again. He didn't criticize. He didn't do any of this stuff. And guess what's going to happen? That mechanic is not going to mess up. Hmm. That's almost true depending on the person you're speaking to. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Because uh, but, but, you can tell some people, hey, you know what? How about tomorrow? You know, you just get it right. You, I, try know, you, I know you know how to do it. Tomorrow, just, you know, do it right. But, like, so, uh-huh. but then this pilot knows yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> you have to get to a level of understanding. It's, it's true, though. Like, you have to get to a level of understanding of someone before you shit on them. If you just randomly meet someone and you start shitting on them, you're just a fucking shit person. Well, I never do that. Yeah. yeah I if I don't know so, you, I'll, I'll just kind of, like... Hmm. You just judge from afar first. So... Judging. Ooh. That's a whole other... Hold on. Do you think judging interferes with that? With what? On our... Based off our comments that we give to people. Yeah, because if they have a precedence of fucking up, <laughs> then I, I might I might not I go mean, to the mechanic. Think of it. If I did five emergency landings, then I'm probably gonna drop kick this fucking mechanic. And think of it. If, it, if it's not, if that's the first thing you see too, like first but impression. This is mechanic. This is his lone fuck up, legit fuck up. I'm not gonna shit on him. So context right. is everything. So we have a all right, Softy J who's supposed to be here. He's gonna make mistakes at work. I. Well, I never actually had to correct him, but I don't like uh, coming at it too negative just based off his response. He doesn't respond to negative, negative or loud. So as comments. as so then this is as a uh, I guess a coworker or leader, you have to know your personnel. That's that's to know you. That's to know your personnel thing. But the question, the core question is why is it easier? Why? Yeah. To drop. I don't know. That's a good question. Why is it? Did. And like I said, I think this is another topic where we're just too ignorant on. We haven't done enough like studying. Well, cause, okay, like even when you're talking to to females, right? Mm-hmm. You start. You're not gonna start off with like, a, hey, you know, you look. So you look like trash. As we get older. Like <laughs> trash. <laughs> as we get older, we go for the nicer <laughs> comments. But when we're younger, we obviously go for the easier. Well, I don't. I don't even want to call them easier, but I guess it is, right? We go for the negative comments, right? Almost I don't like, know. It's, it's like almost I said, like it's selective. Like I said, it's selective. Like you're not gonna go to the beach, try and pick up a girl, and say like you know. Now, but when you're day. younger, you might. Because you're, you know why? Because when you're younger, you're more fearless. But I don't know. You, I guess you kind of just reckless, or, or maybe reckless, you just don't you grasp the idea of what a compliment and insult is. Mm, oh, well, we definitely do. I, because <laughs> as kids, we we don't give a lot of compliments. I remember like middle school, high school. You, many, you're right. How many, we don't. How many people did you tell? Oh. Unless you liked whatever they had, how many people did you tell like, "Hey, Law, you looking good today"? You I was too saying? shy. Like, I'm nice not, I'm not gonna lie. That's, that's, hey, do you think I that's an environment shy. thing? Huh? You think that's an environment thing? It might be a culture thing. Look, look, look depending on where you grew up, like if you came out to all or your boys start commenting on, like they'd be like, "This dude is weird." This dude is... <laughs> exactly. That's so it I'm might saying. just be an environment slash culture thing. Whereas someone else growing up in a more, I guess, accepting. So my girlfriend's real, really, really nice, right? Mm-hmm. She only knows how to give compliments, and she really takes that if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah. So she won't speak. Well, for one, if she has just nothing to say, or if she doesn't like what's going on, she just won't speak up on it. Yeah. And I it's, mean, it's super weird, yes. It's super weird. Not a lot of people like that. But I love it because you don't run into people like that all the time. Like, yeah, there's groups, like, you can find people like that, but I'm saying in your small group, how yeah. many people are like that? Because we go chill with the boys right now. Anywhere, there's definitely gonna be some shit talking going on the whole time. The whole time, everybody. I'm the not a big. Time. I don't know. Whenever I'm having a good time, I'm not a big shit talker. I should talk when I'm bored. Yeah, you can grab some of that if you want. No, that I juice. think had juice or something. Yeah, that is juice. Oh, is it? Yeah, some palm juice. <laughs> That's gonna be tied in. Don't drink a lot of it though. Don't drink a lot. Uh, uh, it's alright. I mean, you can. You're just not supposed to. No, I meant like dude, that stuff's tart. Anyways, like no, I, I, I kind of see what you're saying. Like, <laughs> I just get it's back on topic. I know, yeah. I kind of see what you're Although saying. Oh, we went over. All right, uh, we went over again. Ah.
question. Read it. Why do we think of appearances before personality when we think of what our type is? Oh, yes. Are you talking about for girls? Yes. So, like, you know, when, yeah, like, when, when someone asks you what your type is, you'd say, like, oh, yeah, I'm into this type of girl. Like, she's got See, I think this, blonde or brunette I, or, you know. I thought of this before. So, when you think, you think of physical appearance, appearance, something like that, when you just want to fuck. But when you want a girlfriend, you think of different things. So, like, you know what I so accepting, I asked, um, <laughs> understanding. <laughs> I, I, I asked What's a, up with one my of my recent coworkers who was perfect for it, and he kind of seen what I was like poking at, right? So, um, okay. The one who broke his ankle recently. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Drop, drop no names. So I go, hey. I crossed him up. How's a? Uh, oh, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, hey, what's your type? And then he starts telling me his type. I was like, okay. So how many girls have you been like? Have you been with that look exactly like what you just described? And he's like, I think he said two. It was one or two. And I was like, okay, how many but girls have you been with? Out of how many, though? And then he's like... A lot more than two. A lot, yeah. Way more than two, right? So, I was like, okay, let's talk about girlfriends real quick. When you look at your girlfriends, I was like, do they all look the same? No. No. I was, not I was not all, me, immediately. And I was like, okay, when you look at their personalities... Are they all similar? And he's like, nah. someone. And I was like, so do you think that your type is really personality? So this started off with, um, mm, okay. this was a couple question that I brought up. And she could tell me what she typed is, but she didn't have a track record. I was like, so without a track record, I don't think you could actually say you have a type. There's like your fantasy, yeah. but what's your actual type? Because oh, if, oh, oh. If, if I get all minds in a room, you know what I'm saying? I feel like personality would go more. You might have that little odd one in there, but the odd one's probably more like a quick thing. That's why I said I separated the girlfriends from the, you know, just kind of hook up or yeah, yeah. mess around a little bit here and there. Those are two different things. But I still, I feel like on the grand scale of things, personality comes into a bigger issue or a bigger picture. And then it's appearances, regardless of how much we like to focus on the appearance. Yeah, I, I, it's that's almost like uh, what what your ideal is and what actually is. Yeah, it's like you ever see like what I think I do, what I actually do. Oh man, <laughs> that, 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 I think that, that ties it down perfectly. You ever, uh, you know, you know Freud, whatever he goes, you go after people just like your parents. You ever hear that I've, guy? I've heard that before. Like, you know, you get, if you're a son, you're gonna find a girl just like your mom or something like that. And if you're a daughter, you find oh, a girl yeah. just like your dad. I heard that. Yeah. I don't believe no. that. You do or don't? I don't. Maybe it's just like, maybe, I, I, maybe it's more, I, I don't read enough about it, but I heard shit like that, and I just. Because what about like people remarry? Remarry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like they got the opposite wife compared to what they used to. She was calm and cool. This one's crazy and loud. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened here? What? <laughs> Change it up, man. I'm to try something new. Maybe that guy was still trying to find his type. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> All right. We good in this call topic? I, I think you covered it. No, I, 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 I think we kind of did. No, you you kind of covered it. Waited, huh? Thanks, Costa. You know, you covered that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next Do first impressions matter? We skipped around this one. Do first impressions matter? Do first impressions matter? See, so, so what we were discussing is kind of like, so when you have your best friends, right? Do you really, do you remember like how you met? Or like, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, you know what? I don't remember how we met. But, so, or like how you became friends. So I More think, like, I would say. In, in the terms of friendship, I'll tell you what though. You lost a lot of friends because of the first impression. The friends you do have might have endured Ooh. regardless of that first impression. You, you definitely, uh, w- w- just like you probably gained some business. But you might have lost a lot of business based off of a first impression. I mean, I got into a fight with a kid and we became best friends. Exactly. <laughs> so you got over that hurdle. But most people never get another chance to, to, to link up or potentially link up or business-wise or even a girl. You probably lost a lot See, of dates because of a first impression. So a question was inspired yeah, off of a <clears throat> job interview. Do first impressions matter? And I was like, yes. But the thing that sucks about that is you'll never know what type of worker you have until he's working. That's, yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, uh, so when you it's like drafting. Yeah. Someone could look good on paper. <laughs> it's, it's like drafting in the first sports. It's like so potential based off of this interview. There's potential, and then once you actually work, 
That's the real test. That productivity tells you everything. Personally, work, all the progress. So, see so how they work. Saying yes or no. <laughs> yes, I it, think first impressions definitely do matter. What you got over? I guess it depends on what you define as a first impression. Like first impression of what? Like their well, first peers? impression implies the first time you meet them. Meet a oh, person. Okay. Not yeah. the first time you see them, the like first, first time you guys actually meet. Talk. Your oh, interaction okay. with them. Yeah, it definitely. Well, matters. yeah, no, I, I, I think it definitely matters. I mean, like the way the the way the law put it, it was kind of like. Yeah, I, I, I can feel like I've definitely lost a lot of friends that like potential friends too for because of first impressions. I'm a, you know, I would just say no, kid. because uh, <laughs> I'll interact with the person regardless of how they treat me the first time. But if it's the same interaction over and over, then I'll get tired of it. I don't get tired. So if I meet you today and you're grumpy as shit, in the back of my head, I'm like, automatically, anytime someone just gives me attitude randomly on the streets, it's like uh, abuse or whatever, right? Any majority situations, I no, I don't red flag it. I just assume that. Oh, he could be having a bad day, or he's just like that. Well, that's a red flag for me. Oh, leave that person alone. I don't label that dude just yet. Just so if I see him tomorrow and he gives me the same reaction, I will slowly start labeling him. Oh, okay. I'll tell you this thing. No, that's you're right. an anomaly. So the way you view a scenario is a lot more patient than the most people would. Well, I just assume that today man, they might not be That's a good way to look at it. That's a that's actually a very open-minded approach. Well, cuz I don't I to people. For as much as we judge people, I try not to judge people. So yeah. whenever someone, whenever I just come in one of those scenarios, and same thing with someone being nice, I don't assume that they're just a nice person. Yeah. I assume that Maybe they're, they're just fake. in a good mood. Maybe they're yeah. fake. Yeah. Or it's, a, it's their day. Today's their day. You know. Because I mean? I'm, I'm not a very trusting person of strangers. Let me ask you this then. So say you did run into a person, and it's just their bad day today. Uh-huh. Say you never met with that person again. If it was, if it was their good day, that might have potentially been a friend or an acquaintance or a fucking a business partner, whatever, right? But like. Say the only chance you would have ever linked up with this person was that day, but it was their bad day. That you might have never never linked up with that person. I mean, so that's where I was talking about first impressions. Like that's how I view. I view first impression as what if this is the first and only impression you could possibly make. See, and off of that, I just basically like it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think we. That, I think that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, Next. Got a disagreement. Two yeses. What we got? Next one. Uh, let's see. What would life be like without labor jobs? That wasn't it. That was that wasn't it. No, oh, that wasn't it. All right. Um. No. So. Oh, so what those, we originally those, talk about if if everyone is educated. Yeah. You know, we hate doing the weird questions. Was. This is like a very. We didn't, uh-huh. didn't want to... It was kind of like up in there because we hate doing what if. Well, we're going to do what if today. Okay. If everyone was educated, if everyone just had that higher education... High, high level of education. And there was no dumb people, would there still be dumb people? Yes. It would just be the less... Have heavy. you seen the Rick and Morty episode? Uh, I haven't. I don't, I don't watch TV. Is it season three? <laughs> no. All right, that's why I haven't. Okay, well, anyways, there's all these... All the Ricks in the Citadel are smart because they're all Ricks, right? And then there's uh, that one Rick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not just that, but you st- if everybody in the world was smart, there's going to be levels of smartness. So regardless, right now we have a baseline. Mm-hmm. The baseline might be the dumbest person ever through fucking their choice or because of natural. That means the baseline is just raised. You have to get to a higher level to be above... So, oh, are you saying all levels of smartness are the same in this world? No, no, no. I was saying if everyone was... I guess you could say if we moved the bar, like, way up, because I was like, okay, if we advance so much that everyone's just on this higher education and there was no dumb people, who would do the labor jobs? Oh, like the, the maniacal jobs? The, yeah, like, who would? The, the, the people at the baseline. So I was like, and would they be considered dumb? No. Uh, see, th- th- I think that's relative. Right? Dumb's gotta be relevant. In that society, you're, you're, you're dumb to they're, somebody. They're not as smart as the other guys. I'm not gonna call you're, them dumb. dumb to somebody. But they're not as smart the as the other yeah, guys. Because no one's dumb, so I was just like. Eh. I was thinking kind of real, I guess, abstract in that way. Yeah. I'm like, uh. So they're not dumb in terms of, uh, like, level of knowledge or whatever, but they're dumb in relation to everybody else. You know what? 
I hate what if questions. Let's never do a what if yeah, question. Yeah, next again. question. That was on first and last. All right. This is why I did not like them. Yeah, <laughs> that was... There's no proof to it. Would you rather be, uh, actually no? Um, did the woman you are attracted to say a lot about who you are? Did you want to do that one? Or? The yeah. woman you are attracted to say a lot about who you are. Yeah. So if you're attracted to like crazy, does it reflect you? Does it? Does it reflect you? Like, do you think like is it? Because there's that quiet guy who's with the crazy girl, or you know what I'm saying. But then there's yeah. also the two crazy people who are always like fine in the middle of the street. Oh my god, I almost killed one person one time doing that. <laughs> you know when you uh, exit a highway and you loop around? Yeah. These people are in the middle. In the middle! Yeah. I'm exiting a highway, I'm going 40 miles an hour. If I hit you, you're gonna die, most likely. Oh no, I'm so In the middle of the night! That's. Oh my lord. Okay, but, uh, yeah. I think. You think so? I gotta, I gotta sit on that for a second. Y- 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 y'all talk it out. I gotta sit on that. Oh, he's mm. marinating. Marinating. Richard, about to cook some up right now. <laughs> um I guess like attracted in what way? Like I I don't know. Was attracted or you're with? Like, no, no, like attracted in always oh, the person like, that you're attracted to. Uh I definitely heard the crush. Yeah, the person you're attracted to if you're attracted to a certain female, does that what does that say about you? Hmm. Mm. I don't know about attracted. You know, like, 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 I don't know. Like, that's why I asked. Like, I was like, what, attracted in like what way? I feel way, like the person like, you you're with might reflect on more who you're attracted to. Because the person, I mean, now you're attracted to that um, might reflect more on you. The person you're attracted to, you don't know that person. You're just attracted to them. Yeah, for Clearly, whatever reason. Okay, that physical. kind of attraction. Like that a, kind of like physical a, attraction. That's like, a I don't preference. Know. I feel okay. like the person you're with might reflect. A little bit on who you are, but you don't control their actions either, so it doesn't really reflect who you are. No, it doesn't. I guess, like, oh, you only like, you know, physical appearances, you're and shallow. There are, there are <laughs> I don't, actually, I don't even want to judge people, I don't even know, so I can't even say. I was just thinking about, when you think about, like, celebrities, you know, who, who they're with, and sometimes you highly regard a celebrity, and you're like, damn, they're with that person? But then again, I, I want to remove that judgment from people I don't even know at all. Because you don't know. I don't know. And then based off of me, I, I don't know, because... And then you see the odd couples where it's like, like I said, you have a quiet yeah. and a crazy girl or the vice, vice versa. versa. And no, you see the vice yeah. versa more often. You the quiet girl and the crazy dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Seen that a lot. I mean, just in general, I don't know. I don't think I would... Um... Yeah, this one I gotta sit and think about. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I know. I don't think I know too much about this one. Gonna be the first question we have a part two. I'm gonna actually sleep on this. We're gonna come back. We're gonna come back. That's we're we're like a we're like an hour and seven minutes. All right, so end of the turnover. Well, the midnight routine. Oh, excuse me. Well, the midnight routine. First midnight part one. We got one done. Got more special coming up. Guest special guest Richard Law. We got. We're gonna get a special guest for each midnight routine. Turnover is gonna be one of the one or two of the main three or the all three of us hopefully so um be sure to check out Satoshi's Wear yeah. Richard Law's website they got some dope ass beanies actually yeah, I, kinda, I got them beanie. I got them coming in so oh yeah the Lambo fire. beanies yeah I think I got I got the rocket Lambo ship Lambo fire yeah right. funny cause Lambos catch on fire a lot <laughs> <laughs> cut cut, uh, cut.